Check, check. Microphone check. Johnny D on the mic. One time. <laughs> like, they, like, <laughs> they, like, put their lips on it. <laughs> like, <laughs> no. I know, I'm not going to do it. You're, like, buttering up your lips. Have you even listened to an episode? I haven't gotten the chance yet. Yeah, uh-huh. But don't be offended, because I don't listen to any podcast. I it's guess. not everybody's thing, and, and I, I understand that. Let me say my intro, and then we'll introduce you. <laughs> What's up, skeptics? I'm your host, Zoe McDaniel, and you're listening to Professional Skepticism. music but you wouldn't know that because you don't listen to the podcast sorry no that's dope you're not worthy of being on the podcast because you haven't listened to a single episode i haven't listened to any podcast lately but it's something have you ever a little bit here are you a joe rogan fan i used to listen to joe rogan all the time but more so for his guests and i'm I, i love mma and things like that so yeah for a long time especially like when i was Super interested in like taking martial arts classes. I was a big listener of, of his for sure. I don't know, just like some other, a couple other things. I I like the Tim Dillon show a lot. Tim Dillon makes me laugh. I listen to that every now and then, but like it's for like twenty minutes on YouTube, and then I turn it off. Um, tell the people who you are. Tell them your pronouns and your zodiac, and say it loud and proud. Okay, I'm uh John. Johnny G. Johnny G. <laughs> yep. <laughs> he, him, for if you're wondering. Uh, I'm a Gemini. And did I cover everything there? Yeah. Don't you have a Sag moon and Aquarius rising, or is that, is that backwards? Um, I think you got it right. That's hot. Good for you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yep. Is there anything you want to plug? Uh, no, not necessarily. Come on, you have like 10 Instagrams. You gotta <laughs> want to plug one of them. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I mean, if you want to follow me on Instagram, I'm uh, XXJohnnyGXX. And uh, I have like a cookie business called Cookie Slut um, underscore CLT, which like stands for Charlotte. I'm not really selling cookies right now, but maybe I will be <laughs> one day. You should at least follow the Instagram look at them. That's pretty much most of the v- somewhat vanilla stuff that I do. And you can talk about your non-vanilla things on the podcast. I don't mind. I'm actually going to be doing an episode with a pro-dom friend of mine. So, cool. yeah, That's we're definitely, up. it's definitely a, a safe space. You wouldn't know that because you don't listen to the podcast, but it's a safe space for all, um, stop popping your toes. I can hear your toes cracking in my ears. Um, it's a safe space for all sexualities, um, perspectives, identities, so if you want to plug your OnlyFans. (laughs) Yeah, and then I have an OnlyFans, and it's, uh, you can find me, it's John Parker X, and if you want to look at it, go for it. And then I'm on Final Devourment on Twitter, but I, that's mostly nonsense. Uh, I think that's it for the most part. I don't have anything else going on. Those are all the plugs. Cool. So... John and I met on Tinder. Yep. In May of 2021, right before his 30th birthday. You are so close to the mic. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. 
Okay. You don't have to be like all the way up here. I I I catch myself like a little troll hunched over a lot. <laughs> I would say like ten inches is probably good, but also as we all know, my audio is not the best. So like maybe I'm wrong. All right, let's try to <laughs> try to level out. Do you need anything? Can I get you anything? No, I'm good to go. Okay. Cool. Yeah, man. I'm about it. Yeah, we met on Tinder in May. Yeah, and you invited me over, and you said something about like we might get married one day. Who knows? And here we are, engaged. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, uh, I, I've tried to reminisce about the first time we met. I've, I remember a couple key things, but I don't remember saying that I think we were gonna get married. But I don't, I don't deny it. But yeah. No, I remember like for saying that. I came over and I got in the hot tub with you, and we we're sitting there like five feet apart because we're not gay. And you were like, you know, you just never know what happens, like. You know, we we met on Tinder and we could get married one day. Who knows? And I was like, mm-hmm. <laughs> and then I came back over. So so I've only met up with three different people from dating apps. And you're one of them. And you've stayed a friend in my life for almost a year now. So that's exciting. And then there was one girl that, like, we went to get lunch. And, like, she's cool. I still keep up with her on socials and stuff. It just, like, wasn't the vibe. And then... I met a couple on Tinder and like I'm still I'm like best friends with one of the girl the girl so <laughs> so Tinder has worked out for me for the most part I know not everyone is as lucky as I am I I've met some cool people off off Tinder for sure definitely you're you're definitely like probably the coolest person <laughs> yeah well like just for the fact that we're still friends you know it's like a, it's it's fun definitely paid off because i finally made it here i am on my first podcast yeah yeah like here we are so it's been it's been fun hanging out <laughs> i remember in like september or october you texted me and you were like we've known each other for a year now <laughs> and i was like we definitely haven't but oh, yeah <laughs> it feels like it no i remember you um i remember doing that like sending that text <laughs> i don't I can't remember why I came to that conclusion because like like but after you said that I like went back and like I think I looked at what at the date that we like <laughs> I went either back in the text message thread or on Tinder somewhere and yeah it certainly it was May for sure and I was like oh okay Come well on. we like matched on Tinder probably like early May and then we didn't decide to meet up until almost your birthday I think. I know. I think I had to like message you like a couple times. Yeah, that's typically how it goes. You, I think the first one you sent me though was like "Wee oo, babe alert." Yeah, <laughs> that's your like tagline. I'll keep it real. I say that a lot, pretty much. You say that a lot to anybody I match with, honestly. Like, <laughs> yeah. You're like it'll work on someone. I either I I either say I either just like gives the point, or I hit him with the babe alert code red, or. I'll say what's cooking, good looking. You hit me with the code black the other day. I've never seen that one. Yeah, I know. I was excited. <laughs> Stoked. And then what did you say? What's cooking, good looking? Yeah, that's a good one. But Babel or Code Red, like, I kept doing it because it worked. You know, it, like, got responses. <laughs> and, like, I think it's kind of funny. No one's ever said that to and me. And I put the I put the red alarm emoji in yeah. between it. So it's like, if you read it, you'd be it'd be like, Babel art. <laughs> code red <laughs> baby <alert. laughs> you know? oh my god yeah like, you're so hot about the self-destruct <laughs> <laughs> oh no you just made me snot is there a booger on me you, okay no you're good 
Yeah. Uh, what's cooking good looking is definitely the least effective. Yeah, because that's like the oldest one in the book. But it's, I think it's also kind of funny because I cook for a living. Yeah, but people don't know that. Uh, yeah, and yeah, Tinder's been fun. It's been better than it has been, like, in the inception of it. I remember the, like, early days of Tinder. Like, definitely. Oh, yeah, because you're, like, old. Yeah, I'm old as fuck. I'm 30. I'll be 31 in May. <laughs> um, yeah, that was that shit was lame. But it's, I mean, it's gotten worse because of all the, like, monet- monetization <laughs> and shit. Whatever. Literally, I was like, don't make any movements. And then you start, like, opening my drawers. <laughs> Do you need to sit a different way? No, I just, I'm sorry. I just can't sit still. Do you like, want I, me to sit there? No. Can you sit here? I'm, I, will, I will focus and try not to fidget. I'm good to go. I'm going to do my best to not move or, or You're move. doing pretty good. This is fun. It's so much fun. I fucking love this. Like, when I did this with Amanda, it was only the second episode, and we both afterwards came out. We were like, oh my god, that was so fun. <laughs> I feel like you're wearing the worst pants for this, though. Yeah, for sure. They're like windbreaker pants. Yeah, these aren't podcast pants. No. I don't know. Maybe they'll sound crispy on the audio. Um, So, I have a question. Okay, yes. Were you done telling me your story out there? No, not really. Do you want to talk about it, but keep it, like, anonymous, or do you not want it on the podcast? I think it's, I think there's (laughs) plenty of things that we can, that we can discuss that are going to be fun to listen to. So, no, I don't mind. Like, I mean, I'll keep it anonymous. Okay. Yeah, yeah, don't don't but, tell anybody's business. But. Yeah, no, no. But I mean, I'll, like we can we can talk about my my adventures and some of the things that I've done in my life. So um, hold on, <laughs> for context, I invited John over because I was gonna have him explain the Ukraine Russia situation. But then when he got here, we were both just like really giggly or maybe I was just very giggly and we were just talking we were just catching up and I was like I wish I was recording this because we are having great banter and so it felt weird to try to like talk about something that needs to be addressed with you know serious care and concern when we're like being silly so we're just having like a regular conversation maybe towards the end we'll talk about that and I can make it a separate episode but for now we're just gonna Keep it light and like give ourselves a break and just catch up because we haven't really hung out that much recently. So, so how long has it really been? I mean, we've been hanging out more, but it was we've been hanging out more as in like we hung out once like two weeks ago for the first time in like five months. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, still, I was explaining everything that's been going down the past. You know, however long it's been. <laughs> there's some good shit in there to talk about uh it's been a good run i had just like kind of come off of like uh like three month no sex sabbatical part of that was because like i had to move back in with my mom in october trying to stay save some money but there's nothing sexier than having sex in the same house as your mom right so there's that so like i kind of like stated her earlier in the i've like shot some stuff and you know, having OnlyFans and everything. And, and that shit can get exhausting. I'm sure if you have one, it can be a bummer sometimes. So it's good to, like, take some breaks and shit. That's what I did. And eventually I was, like, three months afterwards, I was like, holy fuck, I'm really fucking horny. This is just, <laughs> Damn, this has been too long. And yeah, so, back on the scene. What's it like being a man on OnlyFans? Eh, it's okay. For me, it's like, I sex is kind of 
different. I feel like how, or at least at least how OnlyFans is for me, or like me being on it, I think is different from like how it would be for like a lot of men in general. I don't know the way that it kind of came together. Uh, it's a, it's kind of an interesting story or interesting story. Like it it began in COVID, and I don't know. It wasn't really kind of like one day I was like, let's. I'm just gonna like do porn on OnlyFans and like you know, like jack off on camera and shit for like random subscribers. But I don't know. I just like always grew up like watching like cam models and stuff, and like you I'm, grew up watching cam models. Yeah, like I've always like fi- you know. I mean, I really like hot chicks. <laughs> and, <laughs> and I just like there's nothing up. wrong with that. I just it's like a funny thing <clears throat> to say. Like, oh yeah, I just grew up watching cam models. Well, that was just like one part to it, you know. But like, it started with like seeing like lingerie catalogs and shit like going through them as a kid and being like damn and like just you know leveling up throughout growing up and going through youth and into adulthood damn i kind of lost my train of thought thinking about memories <laughs> and shit oh yeah just just like my relationship with sex and shit uh yeah i've just always been like a horny dude like and i think a lot of a lot of dudes are obviously a lot of people are yeah like it's no big deal like i did like I did, like, drama and, like, theater in high school, so I don't have, like, any really, like, stage fright or shame, really. I don't Mm -hmm. really care. I figured out, like, when I was a teenager, like, when I, like, lost my virginity, I was like, damn, like, I think this is, like, kind of what I'm meant to do. Like, (laughs) or at least with, like, a chunk of my life, you know? I was like, I think I'm just meant to lay it down. Like, that's kind of what I want to (laughs) do. And, yeah, so, I mean, I'm kind of, like, going after it, and it's been great, and... I've I've had lots of awesome sex, you know, and I've had some bad sex too. But we were I was telling a story earlier, and I kind of said like you're still getting laid even when it's like bad sex, you know. Like there's a lot of people out there that are not getting laid. Like there's people that are in jail, and <laughs> there's I mean people are getting laid in jail. <laughs> so, yeah, for sure. But you know, a lot, I bet a lot of them aren't, or just you know, in situations like that. Like there's a lot of people that are probably wish they were fucking that are not fucking, and you are so. Even if it's, like, trying to figure each other out, or the the vibe isn't there, the mojo isn't right, like, whatever. It's a learning experience. Certainly. So, I've, as long <clears throat> as I have known you, you've had OnlyFans. That was my first impression of you. I was, like, swiping on Tinder, and you were like, I have an OnlyFans in your bio. And so, it just makes sense to me, like, but does your friends and family, like, how have they reacted? Are, do they know? Um, yeah, for the most part, like, I'm pretty sure the majority of, like, my intermediate, my mom knows. Okay, I was just about to say, does your mom know? (laughs) Yeah, for sure. It came to a point where, like, I had a talk with her, and I was just like, yeah, like, just, I mean, I think you know, like, I've been doing this for a little while. Well, I told her from the get-go, like, when COVID was going down, because, uh, the person I was, like, filming with, I was gonna go over there and stay, and just, like, do a bunch, I was like, yeah, mom, like, this is what's going down, like. I think there's some money to be made, so I'm going to give it a shot. And she was like, all right, you know, whatever. And then there was an incident where, like, I, like, met a chick on Tinder who had, like, some big numbers and did, like, two videos with her and then kind of told my mom about the situation because, like, after the fact, when I met her, this is a pretty crazy, like, gnarly story, (laughs) honestly. (laughs) Um, You can tell it if you want. Have I told you the story of what I met? Should you say her name? (laughs) Uh, we'll edit that out. Hold on. I'm sorry. Yeah. Mark that one. Well, it's kind of funny because, like, her, it's, like, her real name. I mean, I won't obviously say the rest of her name, but it's, like, 
her real name is like very. I feel like pe- more people know her by her, like her stage name than like her real name. You're like, oh, her name's that. Like, yeah, yeah. But either way, um, yeah. You told me about her when it was like going down because you were like, you you want to get in on this? <laughs> I was like, no, thanks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, uh, met a chick on Tinder, and like I said, she has big numbers, and like through. She, you know, from the get-go, like, I kind of told her what I was about, and she was like, all right, like, let's do it. Where you at? And I was like, I'm at work. She's like, fucking quit your job. She was, like, messaging me some gnarly shit. Aren't you glad you didn't quit your job? Yeah, totally, you know? I mean, like, that's not something... I'm not even really sure I would, like, want to do this, like, full-time if I had the opportunity. Um, But, I mean, then again, it's, you know... I've been working for a while, so it would be tight. I mean, who doesn't want to just, like, chill and, like, also get your dick sucked and make money doing it? Like, Shit. The, why not? It's a lot of people would be like, sign me up. You yeah. Know? It's a real market. It's a real job. Yeah. So, I mean, if I can, like, you know, like, have fun with some friends and shit and do that, then why not? We'll see. And it's it's fun editing videos. I kinda, that's, kind of, that's kind of my favorite part, honestly, is just kind of, like, editing shit and trying to edit this episode <laughs> i'm kidding i could probably figure it out if i ever like start doing video maybe maybe you can help me out <laughs> yeah for sure i mean i like editing all kinds of stuff but like editing porn clips is is like really fun it's different it's i don't know i'm trying to figure out how. maybe to... you're supposed to be in the industry but you're supposed to be the guy behind the camera and not in the action or m- maybe you're supposed to do both i don't know I think I definitely could, like, do both, for sure. Well, obviously, you're already doing one, so... Yeah. Um, I've thought about, like, that, like, when me and, like, uh, Tinder Chick were, like, we became, like, friends, like, pretty quick. She was super, super funny, like, made me laugh a bunch, you know? It was kind of cool. <laughs> <laughs> wow, like, she had a sense of humor. Well, no, like, not, <laughs> not like that, but it was just, like... It, it it was it was different. It was a like it was a gnarly experience, you know. I remember like, when you met her, you were like, "I feel like I'm having whiplash." Like she's very like like she's a lot to take in, like in a good way. Yeah, for sure. After like I met her the first time, we hung out for like maybe three hours. I was watching my mom's dogs, and it was after work on a Sunday. She was like, "I'm trying to fuck on Tinder," and I'm like, not feeling super spontaneous, you know. So I was like, "All right, how about on Tuesday?" You know, like I have the day off. She's like, I can't. I don't. I don't live in Charlotte. I'm flying home tomorrow. I'm like, damn. Where are you from? She's like, I'm from Miami. So like, if you're trying to do this, like, we got to do it tonight. And I'm like, shit. Well, like, really thought about it for like ten minutes. You know, do I like hang out with this chick? Like, I don't know, man. Like, probably never gonna have this chance again. Granted, you're doing OnlyFans and stuff. Like, and she she's doing it too. And she's got like X videos and Pornhub and all that. Like, big numbers. Like, fuck it. At least hang out with her. Like, just see what's up. So, yeah, I said, fuck it, man. So, I was just like, all right, come on over. And she was like, are we about to fuck at your mom's house? And I was like, yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, we are. I'm watching the dogs, you know? Like, just come here. So, my phone was dying. And I, like, went to go charge it on the treadmill for some reason. I can't remember why. I don't think I had, like, a cube. And there was a USB outlet on the treadmill so i went to the treadmill in the garage and i was like watching her videos and i was like <laughs> that's so weird 
Well, I mean, that's like not weird. It's just like so funny. You're like mentally preparing yourself. That's truly what I was doing. <laughs> I was like, I need to get like a, I need to get like a picture of what this wow. is. Wow, I've never thought about that. Like being with someone. Sorry, I'm interrupting you, but like yeah. being with someone that makes content and then like looking at their content and thinking that's how like or trying to get an idea of what it would be like to be with them like through their content. I mean, I I've seen your content, but you don't really. Or at least when I looked at your OnlyFans when we first met, you didn't have a lot of, like, video content of you. You weren't, like, fucking people. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I had... So, I actually had one and then, like, deleted it. Like, I got, like, super stoned and was like, oh, what am I doing? (laughs) (laughs) Like, deleted it. Because, I don't know, like, at first, like, it, it felt... It felt, like, a little weird to just have one, like, being, like, a dude, you know? I don't know. It was... It's just, it's you get anxious. You put yourself out there. I feel that way sometimes when I, like, after I put out an episode of the podcast, I'm like, holy shit, I just said a bunch of things, and now people can look at it and, like, make opinions about it. Yeah, for sure. And just, I was thinking, like, what, you know, like, homies see this stuff and, like, dudes I grew up with and, <laughs> or, like, whatever. But at the end of the day, like... They're paying you and looking at you, and it's for your benefit. Yeah, it's straight. No big deal. And I'm, like, not really worried about, I don't know, I've had, like, certain people be like, Watch out, you know, and shit. No, Watch out like, for what, though? What's yeah, going to happen? Like, I mean, like, dude, like, I'm not even, like, big time. Like, I don't have, like, a lot of, like, a huge subscriber base. You and know? it's like, literally legit money. Like, you're doing it through an actual organization. And, like, you, if you get the money, you, like, have to pay taxes. Like, it's not like, it's a real job. Like, people, yeah. especially now, it's, like, even more of a, not that it ever wasn't a real job. But I think through the pandemic, people have realized that, like, this is a legit way for people to make a living. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it's been uh, it's been two years, and like, like I haven't made like a whole lot of money, cause obviously, cause like I've been doing it pretty low key for a little while. But you know, definitely have made some some money. So mm-hmm. it's better than no money. So whatever, and it's fun, and I, and I like to edit the shit. We'll see what happens. You never know. But yeah, I was like just kind of at first, I I had like anxiety about it, you know. But then I, you know, I was like helping out with a friend's page, and you know, like, shooting content with her, editing it and stuff, and then, like, there was a few other, of like, people that I knew that were starting OnlyFans pages, and I was like, I could, like, make you, like, a profile pic or, like, a logo or or some shit like that, you know, or, like, a banner with, like, your name on it and, like, glitter or some shit. Because I was, like, just doing it on my, my app, on my phone, just pandemic, not working a whole lot, trying to. This was, like, some way to, like, kill time, like, during the summer. And yeah. Like, yeah, so it was fun. And then, like, eventually I was just, like, realized how ripped I was. I was, like, the in the best shape I've ever been in. And I was, like, I had, like, an eight-pack of abs and yeah, shit. Yeah, you did. And, yeah. And uh, <laughs> I was, like, I looked like Achilles from Troy. And I was, like, you know what, man? Like, I've got a killer body. And, like, I'm not going to lie. I have a pretty good dick. So, I was, like, <laughs> it's kind of why, like, I've, I've been doing this shit anyways, you know? So, I'm, like, well, fuck it, man. Let me just make my own little page and see, like, how I can manage it. Like, see if I can bring any money to the table. But for the most part, I just kind of see it as, like, it's almost like a blog that you can pay to access. Yeah. So I don't really care, like, how, like, big my profile is. It's fun to do. and That's what matters. And people will pay for it. So, yeah. I mean, I grew up, like, as a MySpace kid and shit. So it's, like, that's what almost what it feels like. It almost feels like MySpace, but, like, you can post videos of you getting your dick sucked and, like, people give it's you money like for Tumblr. it. It's kind of like Tumblr. Like, back when Tumblr was porn, I mean, I definitely was 
You could move. Okay, sorry. <laughs> you need to rearrange like, your legs. No, no, I just, I like, I have to move just a little bit. Or okay. Like, you know. Yeah, my foot's falling asleep. But yeah, I mean, I definitely used Tumblr inappropriately before it was like outlawed to be inappropriate on Tumblr. So I feel like that's kind of the same vibe. But yeah. there is still porn on Tumblr. If you were wondering, I have found it. <laughs> Tumblr? I haven't even been to that like URL in, in years. It's what a, a weird thing for you to say. I haven't been to that URL. <laughs> I'm 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 uh I'm a millennial. You're yeah, you're a millennial. I'm a zillennial. A zillennial? Yeah. Is that like in the mix? Like in the middle? Yeah. Because some sources say that from two thousand and up is Gen Z, and then some say from like 1995 and up is Gen Z, and I'm 1998. So, and I don't really feel like I fit in with either Zillennial or Millennial. I definitely don't fit in with Millennial, and I don't really feel like I'm a Gen Z, but I have qualities of both. And I've heard people say Zillennial, and I just feel like that fits. All right. Yeah. Own it. Zillennial. Cool. So I think I distracted you when we were, you were talking about being in the treadmill and oh, watching shit. her videos. So let's go back to that story. Okay. So. <laughs> Girl from Tinder with, like, Pornhub numbers. I'm, I'm watching her videos on the treadmill. And, yeah, I'm like, what, <laughs> what is in, in store for me here, you know? I hear, like, the dogs bark. And, like, I poke my head into the house. And she just, like, walked through the front door. Yeah, she, like, took an Uber. And she was oh, like, my God. She was like, hey. <laughs> I was like, hey, what's up? She was like, cool place. I'm like, thanks. <laughs> it's not mine. It's my mom's. <laughs> um, <laughs> Like, hey, what's up? And we, like, hung out for a little while, you know? And, like, she was cool. She, But I was like, holy shit, you know? This is... She's she's pretty far out. Um, she's so far out and groovy. <laughs> yeah, kind of, you know? <laughs> like, I was like, it was, a, it was a trip, man. Like, it was it was a wild experience. Um, yeah, so, like, we hung out for, like, 30 minutes and talked and stuff. And I remember, like, I showed her the backyard and... Then she was just like, "All right, like let's uh let's like go upstairs." And I was like, "All right, <laughs> let let's do it." Went up there, started hooking up and shit, and made a video with her, and it was fun, and it was it was a good one. And then afterwards, like we just sat like downstairs and just like talked for like an hour. She was really cool, man. Like we had some similar interests, you know, outside of like having sex on camera we were both really into like criminology a particular um youtube channel and patreon channel uh jim can't swim it's super sick so you should check it out if you're listening to this yeah i've actually never um looked into their stuff but i've been recommended to i just haven't gotten to it because i get a lot of like content recommendations because i am a, a podcaster so i need to check it out it's really cool anywho but when we were talking she was just like she was like, so you're like, you might be like the like prettiest dude or like hottest guy in Charlotte. Cause like I'm from Miami and I don't know. She was, just, Charlotte's a banking town, you know, and there's like a lot of like ballpark financial bros. Yeah. You know? The frat dudes. The, yeah. The chads. And finance I'm, bros. I'm a little rough around the edges, you know? And I don't know. You're a skater boy. Yeah. Yeah. She was, she was just like talking to me and she was like really telling me to like consider doing it full time. She was like talking about my dick, and that was pretty fun. <laughs> you know? She was like, like, "Keep going, yeah, go on. for sure." You know, she was saying that like my like legs were like big, like I was kind of a big dude, and so you like, are a big dude, yeah. And so that like my 
dick would like my dick like gets lot kind of lost in like the mass of my body. <laughs> she was like, but she was like, if you were skinny, if you were like really skinny, you would have a horse cock. It would. She was like, it would look like you would have a horse cock. But like, since you're kind of big dude, it like kind of gets lost up in there. Like but that like, dream I had last night. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> she was like, but it's like fucking dope, you know. And I don't know. She was just saying like I should do it because she thinks that like. I would probably be able to make some good money and like also that maybe like uh like female like actresses and stuff like within the industry and shit would like maybe appreciate me as like a partner. That's like kind of what she said. Cause, I like, feel like, yeah, because I feel you're very, you have very calming energy and you're very communicative. And so you're checking in on people and that's just kind of how you are. I could see that. But also I'm not in the industry, so I don't know. Yeah. I mean, it's like whatever, you know, like at the end of the day, everybody's supposed to have a good time. <laughs> you know and i don't know man like with covid and everything and the pandemic and like working in an industry that i have for a long time which is like i've been a chef and sous chefs and shit like that and like like more like kind of higher caliber restaurants um some pretty shitty ones along the way too but like went to culinary school in 2011 and like have done all that and have kind of seen every side to the service industry you know so it's pretty easy to to hear that and like come to the assumption that like i want to get out you know because it sucks yeah. <laughs> i love to cook you know and i love to lead a team and to like right now i have like two interns like under my belt i get to teach them and stuff and they're like both 21 and they're like like the party and they're like even going to the same bars that i used to party at like when i worked in uptown so it's cool you know wait but where do they go they go to like tilt and um like that the alley like the french quarter um the what i think the place is called the felly i used to go there but yeah just you know just some old places where i used to drink like when i was when i was tearing shit up how long do you have being sober i'm not sure if i'm over four years yet i think april 8th is like maybe when it is hold on i want to pull up my nomo app i quit drinking a long time ago it's oh that's hilarious it's 1420 days <laughs> So what is that? That's hold on. That's it's like, like almost four years. Yeah, it's two million minutes. Holy cow! It's one hundred twenty-two million seconds. It's three, three years and what? Forty-six months. Is it gonna <laughs> two weeks? Hold on, I'll do the math. Okay. Yeah, one thousand four hundred twenty days. That's easy to remember. Yeah, it's been a little while. It's been 3.89 years, so you're coming up close to... Coming up close to four. I'll do the math later and figure out what day that is for you, but that was actually one of the things that we bonded over when we first met, or at least for me. I think I was literally... I hadn't even gotten to... I was almost at three months when we met. Definitely cool to meet somebody who's, like, sober, or at least trying to be. Yeah. And I don't say that, like, as if, like, you failed or anything like that. I mean, like that in general like yeah. i appreciate anybody who's like because also too like people who are in sobriety or trying to be sober and stuff like that that tend to be pretty interesting people like like anybody that had like struggles with addiction you know is like usually pretty fucking funny <laughs> you know like they're my kind of people especially like sober ones like those that have like made it over the hump like there's so many like hilariously talented comedians that are like sober you know yeah. A lot of my favorite people too, like I've been sober for a long time. Like I'm real like I've always been I, I grew up skateboarding and Eric Ellington was my favorite skateboarder. And uh he's been sober for like five or six years now and he's like 
he like had the sickest fucking shoes when he was a pro on America, like back when I was a kid, watching his videos and shit, the Ellingtons, and uh, I had like a cool fucking khaki pair, and he just always had like the coolest shoes, like when his shoes would come out, they were sick as fuck, I'd always get them, and he has like a cool luxury loafer company, he does more things than just loafers, but like his loafers I'm crazy for. You're a loafer guy. Yeah, I was pretty heavy for a little while. Right now, I'm like, I'm kind of like, uh, I'm just in like get through winter mode, you know? (laughs) Yeah. But I just bought a cool pair of running shoes that I've been wearing a bunch, and they're really comfortable. And they're actually right here. I'm looking at them, and I I love them. Yeah, I made you take them off. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, why are you wearing shoes? We're all like crunched up in the closet. Yeah, so, so, holy shit, back to, um, the rendezvous with... (laughs) I thought we were done. Keep going. There's like one more little like. It's Didn't like, she kind of like leave you high and dry or something crazy like that? No, that was another. That was another chick. <laughs> That's. But yeah. So, anyways, like, like long story short, she was like, "You're dope. You should really think about it. I think you did well. You know." And I was like, "All right. Well, I mean, if you think so, you know, like, fuck it. Like, might as well give it a shot. What's the worst case scenario? Like, I look tight. You know, I think I have the look to do it. Like, I'm not your average Joe." And I was in the best shape I've ever been in. So I was like, let's, let's do it. Fuck it. Try a bunch of content, ran with it. Told my mom the next day I was like, I like came to her and I was like, Hey, listen, I got to tell you about this shit, dude. I like met this, this girl from Miami and you know, we hooked up and shit, but she like does amateur porn. She like does pretty well. And she was like, you should fucking do it. So, I mean, if I think I could get rich mom, like I got to do it. She was like, she was like, you need to do this. Johnny, you know, she's like, you need to, you need to fucking pipe it down. And if you think you can make, become, you know, make some money doing this shit, then like, by all means, you have my blessing. <laughs> Is that what she said? For you need real. to pipe it down? Maybe not those exact words, but I wouldn't put it past her to say something like that. Like, she's that kind of woman. Um, I think you could do it. You would just need to move to like Miami or LA or wherever there's like a high density. I think Las Vegas is pretty big for that too, right? You just have to go where the people who are actually filming porn on the regular are going. Yeah. I've thought about that before. Things have just been wacky. I mean, that's a big risk just to send it and like hope you meet the right people. Yeah, for sure too. And like, like I said, it's not really even something I think I want to do full time right Mm -hmm. now. You know, like, it's a fun way to, like, express yourself sexually and also with, like, you know, partners and things. And, like, it's sexy and it's fun. And, like, if you can make some money off of it, why the fuck not? I think everybody should have one. (laughs) I feel like I would make a lot of money. You certainly would. For sure. My thing about it was, like, there's somebody for everybody, you know? I don't mean that as in, like, a, like, oh, which is all, anybody, like, you're hot as fuck. Obviously, you do really well. (laughs) I didn't even think of it that way. Okay. Well, I think I said that to somebody one time, and they were like, they took it in a negative way, mm-hmm. you know? I was like, no, nah, man, that's not what I mean. I mean, like, anybody can get on there and do it if they hustle. And, like, yeah, it's really about hustle. Yeah, and it's, it takes a lot of fucking shit, and you gotta do a bunch of shit, and, like, you think, think about it, like, especially if, like, you're having sex with people, that's, like, that's physical, and, like, you're trying to get, like, good shots and angles and stuff, and, like, especially if you're shooting on an iPhone, like, holding it over your head, and, like, Trying different harnesses and shit that like don't work and like yeah. going, and going through Amazon equipment, yeah, tripods sure. and stuff. You know, it's it's like in like the grind to like keep on the content production can get kind of silly at times. You're like, man, what fuck? Like, 
You don't want to do the same thing over and over again. Yeah. So I've kind of figured out like with everything in my life, like I like to do things like at kind of a slow pace and do a lot of things at a slow pace, you know? So like I don't post a whole lot anymore, but I will like probably twice a month, some shit here and there. I think, I think the activity is going to pick up a little bit, like moving into the summer. Why? Because you're going to have your own place so you can get a little freaky. Well, that and just like, you know, the expression, build it and they will come. Like, they're starting to come, you know? <laughs> like there's. Is there's... that an expression? Is that like a, a history thing? Um, You know, to be completely honest, I don't know the the origin story of, of that phrase. I like but... it. I'm going to use it. Build it and they will come. I never heard that. You never heard that? No. It's a pretty common expression. <laughs> I live under a rock, apparently. No, like it just means like you know, lay the foundation, do it. I guess it's a it's a good expression to like motivate one to start Wait, a business. Build it and they will come. Yeah, that's like perfect for an OnlyFans. It truly is. It's it's definitely can be used as a pun. <laughs> you know, I have before. What I figured out is just how much you really work on it. You got to figure out a good way to balance that too. Can I ask you a question? Of you course. don't have to answer it. No, of course. How many, what's the most subscribers you've ever had? Like 24. Okay. That's good. Yeah. That's good. That's all right. Yeah. Um, Do you know 24 people? Uh, No, not really. Like some of them are just like random usernames, you know? Yeah. But I was like promoting myself on Reddit and stuff like that. And like some of those also were like free subscriptions like that I would like send to like other people with like pages that like I was talking to. Or just, you know, some friends and shit, too. But, like, and it also, like, kind of fluctuates week per week as well. Because yeah. not everybody renews. So, like, they'll, it'll drop. It'll come up. But I think the most I, like, ever at one point, like, in the peak when I was, like, really fucking hustling it was, like, 24. And that that was cool. I mean, that was that was a good month. How does pricing work? Do you choose pricing? And then what's the breakdown? So, if I'm paying you, like, five bucks a month or something, how much of that do you get to keep? Um, so OnlyFans takes 20%. You can set the price. I think the minimum is like $3 for a subscription. I think it's, I think $3 is the minimum price that you can charge for anything. And yeah, like as far as like tipping goes, like it's like $3 minimum and up. So somebody could like literally send you like thousands of dollars. And like a lot of people are make a lot of money per year. Mm-hmm. Probably some of the most successful chicks doing it are making like at the minimum, like $45,000 a year just off subscriptions. It's yeah, crazy. It's a salary. Yeah. So, yeah, so you can set the price, and, uh, damn, what was the last question? <laughs> oh, so I asked about how you came to terms with your pricing. Oh, yeah. Mine, mine's $12. I figured out. Oh, that's expensive, I feel <clears throat> like. Yeah, because I, like, I, I decided that, like, for me, also just, like, being a dude, like, I, I feel like I don't have it, get as much traffic, you know, like, especially because I've been even promoted a couple times on, like, some good pages, and, like, yeah. so you really have to hustle it, so, like, I was like, well, fuck it, man, if I'm gonna do it, like, and I'm gonna, the majority of my stuff is, like, partnered, like, point of view content and shit like that, and then, like, pictures and shit of me or whatever, if I'm gonna, like, go in, like, I might as well just raise my price to, like, 12 to $15, and then, like, like, you won't have, you won't be getting hit with, like, pay-per-view options and, like, and and like messages and shit you know do you ever look at other guys content and see what they're doing like people who are successful on OnlyFans? <clears throat> yeah I've, I've i've subscribed to a few like like owen gray was one that i was subscribed to for a little while just to like kind of see what it was i've peeked at some other dudes and i've also seen like 
I've, I've seen like the complete and total like downfall of this like one guy who was like making content with a bunch of chicks. It's like some tattooed people in Portland, <laughs> you know, <laughs> like some somehow what I just happened? like. He just like started racking up all these like sexual assault ac- accusations oh, and no. things like that, and that he was like inappropriate with them, and and like just you know women started coming out and like adding their like bad experiences. It was like gnarly to watch, you know. You're like, damn, dude, like that's that's not like a good look, you know. Like that's that's a bummer. Yeah. So like with that all happening, like I was like, it's it's you know it's very important that like first and foremost like you feel cool doing it and then just making sure that like people feel like respected and comfortable <clears throat> it's cozy in here <laughs> sure is i'm sorry no i'm enjoying it yeah so i've seen like a few pages but for the most part like i think i know what like the majority of people not the majority of people but like what's popular like what can get like a lot of hits you know it's like pretty vanilla category stuff you know but, but yeah it's fun to make and like that's just kind of like my brand i guess might do some other shit down the line. We'll see, like, what type of shit I create in the future. I don't really know, like, what what's going to happen, but... Is there a certain type of content that you would like to make that you haven't had the chance or something you're, like, just interested in? Yeah, for sure. I mean, like, I think for the most part I'm down to, like, talk it through and, like, consider the majority of shit that I'm comfortable with. I mean, I'm always down, like, you want to run something by me, you know, be like, I'll oh, think about it. Definitely, you know, like, with, like, two or three other chicks, that would be dope. <laughs> um, but for the most part, like, I don't know, I'm not really, like, dying to shoot anything, like, crazy. But, yeah, I mean, I, I think I would just rather, like, stay consistent, you know, rather than, like, covering all different bases. Yeah, I feel like your content is very aesthetically pleasing, like, because you're in your mom's really nice um, plant house, so she's got, like... There's there's definitely been, like, a good bit of, like, Mom's Loft content to where I've almost wanted to, like, make a series called, yes! like, The Loft, you know? Like, yes! At Mom's Loft. Because what, what was fun with, like, the Tinder Girl from Miami, like, after we, like, hooked up and made those two videos, and I didn't, I didn't even tell you about the second video, which was funny, like, how the process was of making that. So now you have to tell it. Okay, well, like, the second, so the second time around, I, I kind of had to, like, tell her, like, hey, I need you to, like, kind of head out, because, like, I gotta get back to my house, and, like, I need to get the cat inside, you know, and, like, I'm watching the dogs and stuff. You need to get back to the house? Where were you guys? Well, well we were at my mom's, but I this is when I was living at, at oh, I see, I the see. one place that I had in the summer. She was like, let me come with, you know, like, let's just, like, drive around and shit, like, let's hang out. I was like, I gotta, like, do some shit. You're man, introverted, so. too, so I can see, like, you getting <clears throat> tired of being around people. And it was, like, a... F- it was, like, a hard and fast and kind of intense experience, too. Yeah. You know? So, I was kind of just, like, I need to, like, think about this whole thing that just happened. So, like, I need you to leave, dude. I'm sorry. <laughs> you know, like, it's nothing. Not you. But, like... And also, like, I can't... I'm worried about the cat outside. I'm trying to get the cat in the fucking house. You know? Like, I'm trying to lock it up here and feel good about, like, leaving the animals Lucy. at my mom's crib. Yeah. And I just, like, got my dick sucked by, like, a chick that I like, just matched with on Tinder. Porn star tiered. <laughs> also, yeah. That, <laughs> Not just like just any old chick. Like it was a different. It was a different type of blowjob. Certainly, <laughs> yeah, intense experience. But anyway, she was like, "Let's let's like link up again, like real soon." You know, I'm in Charlotte for another couple of days. Oh yeah, that's what I figured. Yeah, I was like, "You lied about it yeah your last night." Do you? Okay, so I don't want to make assumptions, but do you feel weird that like 
she lied to you and then came over and made a video with you to post, does that make you feel weird at all? No, not really. Okay. I could, I mean, like, I guess if you kind of, like, deconstruct it and look at, like, it, well, here's, here's just for clarification. What she lied about was that she was flying home the next day when we were talking on, on Tinder. And, like, so it's not that big of a deal to me. I mean, she was, she was trying to, she was trying to fuck and I was being apprehensive. So she was like, fuck it. I'm gonna tell him it's my last night. And so it, it worked. Did it not? You know, like she was smart and she won that battle. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say something, but I was like, maybe I shouldn't say that. Why not? Should I say it? Yeah. I feel like it's that's not like a battle to win. Like you might not have had sex with her if she hadn't told you she was leaving that night. True. Yeah. That's where I'm like, oh, I don't know if that's cool. Right. Well, I get what you're saying, but at the same time too, like I wanted to do it, but I was just like kind of feeling lazy and shit, you know? And I was just like, all right, well, fuck it. If she's, if it's her last night, like I do, cause I, I was like trying to set something up for Tuesday, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and then I was like, all right, well, I mean, I got the house to myself. Like it's early enough. It was like five or six because she was messaging me all day while I was working a brunch shift on a Sunday. Like, match with her, like, Saturday night, Sunday morning, 6 a.m., was, like, getting text messages from her. 6 a.m.? Yeah. Holy moly. She was a party girl. She was up late. And then, yeah, she, like, was texting me till like, noon, and then, like, three or four hours went by, didn't hear anything from her. And then she was like, I'm trying to fuck. Like, where you at? <laughs> and I was like, what? All right. So you made the second video. So second, so second video, yeah, I got a little off track there. Second video, after the whole thing, she was like, yeah, like, let me just come over to your place and we'll just like do it real quick you know i was like all right yeah cool she came over like 10 a.m like two days later <laughs> bright and early yeah a woman on a mission i like her it was hilarious i like got up like got my coffee you know like farted around for a little bit and then i was like all right and then like homegirl's about to roll through and fucking suck my dick and i'm gonna film it and then i guess we'll see what goes from there i think i had the day off too so it was like it was kind of cool that it was at 10 a.m. <laughs> so, yeah, she rolled through at 10 a.m. She's like, hey, what's up? Show her my place real quick. We talk for a second. She's like, all right, uh, let's do this. And I was like, okay. She, like, throws on a shirt that says, I heart come on it. And, uh. I love that. <laughs> yeah. Puts her hair up and then, like, sits on my couch and just, like, starts sucking my dick. Like, I'm not even hard yet. She was like, let's just go. And I was like, all right. Ba-doop. Start filming. She sucked my dick. 10-minute video wrapped it up and then she was gone within like five minutes she was like all right like i gotta go and i was like word <laughs> she's like i'll send it to you i don't know i guess she had some shit to do but she was like trying to like you know link up one more time before she went back to miami which didn't end up happening uh did she send you the video yeah she did do you get paid from that video it's on pornhub right that one isn't i think that's on her ex videos but no, I've never received any sort of financial uh, buffer from from said person, which I don't really mind, you know, because like, whatever. This is why a... you couldn't make it in the industry. Yeah, it's okay. I wouldn't say that we're like friends. We were like texting for a little while after the whole fact. And we like kind of retouched base like not too long ago, like about like some criminology shit. And then like I decided that I was going to make a comeback and like. I was, like, curious if she had, like, the full video still. And I was like, yo, send those things to me. Mm-hmm. And she was like, yeah, I still got them. I'll send them to you. She told me she'd hit me up next time she's in Charlotte. And she just got a boob job, which is kind of nice. hilarious. She, so she's, like, one of those people that will, like, 
you'll always be chill with. So if you're ever in like yeah, the area, yeah, for you'll sure. See. I'd yeah. like go get like a like a corn dog with her. You know, why that, a corn dog? I don't know why that just came up, but <laughs> that literally never in my life does a corn dog just randomly come up. I just in feel my like mind. that's like so super casual. She's a corn dog kind of gal. <laughs> sure, she sure is. <laughs> Second video was really good. It was, like, clear and shit. And I don't know. I mean, like, I've used it on my, like, page. And, like, I've, like, gotten some tips on it and shit, too. So, it's whatever. This yeah. has been really interesting to me. <laughs> yeah. But it's been it's been two years. Like, it's been two years doing this now. Which is kind of weird. Do you have any advice for the people? If, like, you want to do it, like, just do it. It's going to be hard to do it if you don't show your face. Just saying. I mean, there's a way to do it, for certainly. Because there's definitely, like, really successful people in the industry that are like anonymous and they don't show their face like there's a couple couples there's a couple different ladies but not everyone can do that like there's the reason they're successful is because it's novelty exactly but they they have like very they're they're very attractive bodies too like well what's the word conventionally attractive yeah you know they're like rips girls are big tits nice asses and shit it's like easy to get away with that there isn't like a face and stuff but i think like the most successful aspect is definitely like connecting to a person's you know what they fucking look like and their like personality and shit i think that's why like riley reed is like as popular as she is a because she's like crazy at sucking dick but and like (laughs) but also like she's like bubbly and like you want to see the facial expressions you want to see that they're like having fun and enjoying themselves or that's kind of i mean that's what makes a person a person is seeing their face yeah certainly yeah, that's, like, something I've had to, like, kind of grow into, like, in this, like, two years that I've done it. Because, like, at first, like, I just kind of wanted to, like, be behind the camera, you know? And be like, I didn't care if my dick was, like, out there. I don't really give a shit. But then, like, going forward, I was like, I mean, I feel like the only way that I'm going to make money on this is, like, if I show myself. Because, I mean, I'm pretty good looking. I'm not going to lie. If you haven't seen what I look like, if you listen to this, you're wondering. <laughs> <laughs> I'll we'll take a picture and I'll post it and I'll be like, hey guys, go listen to this episode, okay. <laughs> or I'll just tag you or something and then people can check you out. I'll tag yeah. all your ten Instagram accounts. And okay, stuff. yeah, you can just tag me because it's been a long day. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. We don't even have a photo together. We've only been out in public together once. Yeah, I know, but, like, don't think that's because, like, I don't want to take you out to public. Like, I just really... No, wait, let's get one thing straight. I'd be taking you out, that's, sir. That's right. Excuse me. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I thought. But you know what I'm saying. <laughs> but I don't really go out in public a whole lot, But which is something I'm trying to work on and, like, go out more and stuff. There was a girl that I worked with at the job that I'm working currently. She's no longer there, but she, like, took me out on an ice cream date one night. And oh yeah, you told me about that. It was like super cute and yeah. like you know, like I like wasn't like super into her, so to speak, but like she was very smart and, and cute and like fun to talk to and, and like very knowledgeable. So it was fun and it also was like fun for me to like get out and also be like, Hey, like there's people out there that like wanna like take you on an ice cream date, you know? Mm-hmm. Like that's cute. Like, yeah, fuck yeah, go. Go walk over there, get some fucking ice cream and talk to somebody. So I'm working on getting out there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll take you out. You can come out with me. I go to like free open mic nights and stuff. Well, yeah, like I, I, I have somewhere a comedy journal because I've been like I mentioned to you at some point in time. I've been like pressured for years to do stand up. I still think you should do high history. I would definitely like to do some sort of like YouTube channel or video like where. I incorporate history in some way and just talk about it, like, not necessarily, like, prepared. 
-hmm. scripts maybe a little bit but like just kind of free ball freestyle (laughs) i like free ball better free ball freestyle just kind of explain shit or just like you know stream like some like the total war games that i play like i i'm like obsessed with a, a computer game franchise called total war and if you're familiar with that you've told me all about it i know it's like my favorite shit in the world dude if you're listening to this and you know about it that's what's up um hit me up man we can talk about it <laughs> like whoever whoever is out there that hell yeah plays it i would love to talk about it it's hilarious there's a kid at work named um it doesn't matter what his name is excuse me <laughs> there's a kid at work who like uh we were like talking about video games and i think i mentioned something about like history i was playing like a historical game and he was like hey, hey man do you like uh... <laughs> he's like do, do you like like army games with like the british and stuff like <laughs> He he talks kind of like Hank Hill, like he's like <laughs> he's like Hank Hill when he was twenty one, and I was like, yeah. He's like, well, there's this game I play. It's called. I was like, Total War. He's like, yeah. I was like, no fucking way, man. Like you you know about this game because I haven't met a whole lot of people that play this, and I've been playing it since I was a baby. Not a baby, like two thousand and one. I'm thirty, so do the math. Whatever. I was like nine or ten. I've been playing the game for twenty one years. Peter's 21. I was like, I've been playing Total War like your whole life. <laughs> so yeah, I love that game. I love the franchise. Warhammer 3 just came out. I want to play it. I haven't bought it yet. I will one day. I'm playing Warhammer 2. I'm playing them all, actually. Cool. <laughs> yeah. I'm glad you shared that. Hopefully somebody reaches out and says that. I fucking play love with you. Total War. That's my thing. I mean, I do picture a life where like I could just like make like hot content and like post it to my page and like make a salary doing it and like also just like stream fucking total war and like talk about history i wonder if those two things would conflict though no absolutely not i think you could totally do it and you don't need i think you only need like 50 people on twitch to start getting paid i'd stream you i mean i have a nice i have a nice setup and i could add to it that would that would be a cool life to just be able to do that make money that way like i've been that's like my goal in life is to be a podcaster and like make my art and just have like a bunch of random different things that i make money off of i think you could do it might as well give it a shot yeah just do it for fun and then if it takes off it takes off yeah for sure i'm not sure they're in my phone anymore because i like you know have no storage but i like made like these cool videos about like japanese like feudal history like he's like share them on my instagram story and stuff like so and you know i'm pretty good at making videos yeah obviously before I was shooting, before I was like, you know, like editing videos of like, like doggy style compilations, I was like, <laughs> I was like making cookie videos. I did like the cookie business was like the first thing that I did to like try and make money outside of like working a job. Right when COVID hit, I was working at a restaurant. I was making the cookies there. They were taking the fuck off. People were like, these cookies are wild because I kind of, added some elements from like how my mom used to make cookies and like applied really good technique to making the dough and created the cookie slut Instagram just to like kind of document my cookie progress, you know? And then like COVID happened like a few weeks later. Yeah. I think like a couple weeks later, my sister was like, Hey, like you need to be selling your cookies right now. Like people are all cooped up and shit. Like you could probably make a lot of money delivering cookies. I was like, fuck it. You're right. Let's go. So I made like four flavors and started selling them. Did pretty good. Yeah, like, became, like, kind of an underground underground cookie legend. I got, like, 400 followers on Instagram. I know. I look at that account sometimes, and I'm like, I want the one. Does it have, like, a pretzel in it? Yeah, butterscotch pretzel. 
Oh. That shit is low-key my favorite. It's really fucking good. And it was just funny because, like, I think, I think, like, around then is when I had, like, just started shooting uh, nasty stuff. So, like, Cookie Slut was really just kind of, like, perfect. Well, actually, Cookie Slut was a thing before porn was. Porn kind of started happening during COVID. Long ago, yeah. Cookie Slut was long, born. Long, long before porn. 2020. <laughs> In the year, the year of our Lord, Cookie Slut. Yeah. Cool. Cool. You sounded like... Why do I feel like this is going to sound wrong <coughs> when I say it? Cartman? Eric Cartman? <laughs> Yeah. I haven't watched South Park in so long. I'm like that when I it doesn't sound right. Cartman. Cartman. Yeah. You sound I, like Cartman. Yeah, I fucking love South Park. I've seen like almost every episode. I haven't seen Definitely the new ones. Definitely your kind of humor for sure. Yeah, my mom let me watch the series premiere like when it first came out. I was in first grade, and she was like, "Yeah, you can watch it." And, I was <laughs> and like, she probably watched it and was like, "Wait, whoops." <laughs> yeah, no, my mom's cool. Like she brought me to like Team America in theaters, like scary movie, all that shit. But yeah, no, I was watching South Park, like, in first grade and never quit. I had a Cartman doll and a Kenny doll when I was in second grade before I moved to North Carolina. So you were in Florida before that? Uh, yeah, I lived in... Were uh, you born in Florida? Yeah, I was born in Winter Park in Orlando. Okay. It's the same na- neighborhood that Carrot Top is from. Like, Carrot Top lives in that neighborhood. Who's that? Carrot Top. Oh, <laughs> I thought you said, like, Carrot... Like a girl's oh, name, like, like Carrot Tapas. Like Carrot Top. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, who is that? Carrot Top. Carrot Top. No. Why am I not surprised by this at all? Yeah, that was like the one like thing people would say about Winter Park. They'd be like, yeah, Carrot Top. <laughs> yeah, it's, I wonder what he's doing now. Winter Park is like a weird, it's got a weird vibe. It's like a dreary, misty. It almost like seems like the whole town is like haunted. I can't remember. I'm not sure what it looks like nowadays, but like at least when I lived there as a child, like so you was... have this like weird childhood memory of this like eerie, foggy place, and you're like, that that's where I was born. It's like a yeah, it's like a dewy, spooky place in Orlando. And I we even like moved back at one point. Like we like hopped around Florida a lot, but um, I remember being back in Orlando at one point and like living in this fucking old house, and like it must have used to be like an orphanage or a school or something like that because on the bathroom doors there was like there was like glass you know that was like kind of stained yeah and the one in the downstairs said boys and the one in the upstairs said girls you lived in like an orphanage yeah and my sister went fucking nuts in that house and she was like in kindergarten and i swear to god like i hate sorry to be airing the possession story again but it's a great story but yeah like, I truly believe that, like, my sister was possessed by a demon when we lived in that fucking house. Like a Victorian orphan. Yeah, we, like, got her tested for, like, lead poisoning and everything. And, like, everything came back negative and shit. And she, like, would have, like, these, like, rage fits. And she was, like, had, like, super fucking human strength. And, oh, this like, is the content I'm here for. And, like, yeah. <laughs> she, it was, she had this little room and she would, like, freak out if it was, like, not clean. She would, like, make sure there wasn't a wrinkle in the bed and she would, like, sit in a rocking chair and shit. It's, like, the, like, spirit of the, whoever ran the orphanage has, like, taken over your little sister's body. <laughs> she's in kindergarten. Yeah, she's, like, a, she was a horribly cute little kid, too, you know? So it was, like, the perfect, like, haunted scenario. We had, like, a black cat named Ben and everything. And yeah, I remember we had to evacuate because of a hurricane that when we lived in that house. We didn't live there very long, but so my sister went crazy and she would wash her hands consistently. We like all kind of went crazy. Like I developed like obsessive compulsive disorder, I think. I'd like blow my hands in sequence. 
and I was like addicted to Pepsi's. And I remember I was like, yeah, I got chubby and I was like watching like MTV and like VH1 and I was in like first or second grade and it was just like, it was, it was kind of like fucking with me a little bit. I was like, this is like too, like, I remember at one point I went back to watch Nickelodeon and I was like, ah, oh, kid stuff. <laughs> you know? I think, yeah, I feel like I had a, a phase like that too. Cause I had like older siblings. So I would like go through phases where I'd want to do what the older people were doing. And then, but you were, you didn't have older siblings. It's just, you. No, yeah. My mom would, like, vacuum, like, the tile floors, and my dad would, like, always bring home Krispy Kreme donuts. We were, like, all going mad at that house. And we... <laughs> is that what going mad is? You're just doing, like, weird things. No, I mean, if you... <laughs> yeah, it was all weird, but, like, if you, you know, like, I can remember that house vividly and stuff, and there was just, like, same vibe that I was describing Winter Park had. It's just, like, dewy, you know? I love it. It's, like... It's, like, the perfect word for it. It's just, like, weird and, like... It was, like, uncomfortable with the stuff that was going on with my sister because, yeah. like, I mean, you know, fucking love her. And, yeah. like, she's, like, wowing out. It's, <laughs> like, like, the Twilight Zone yeah. mixed with, like, a sitcom. Yeah, and, like, we moved to North Carolina after that house. Like, my dad got a job. We moved to North Carolina. And it came with her. She was still fucking wowing out when we got up here. And I remember at one point, like, me and my mom, like, hitting a closet. My dad, who's, like, a six foot five, like, 300-pound norwegian irish motherfucker from the south side of chicago with a drinking problem like had to go in there and like wrestle her and she was like sounded like a wolverine she was like fucking him up telling you dude gnarly shit but it all got resolved how therapy and also like the woman that she spoke to you have seen lord of the rings right Mm -hmm. yeah she's like galadriel like she's like that's like the elf queen she's just like magical She's actually going to be the, uh, she's an ordained minister, so she's going to be the one that marries my sister and her fiance. Oh, that's exciting. Your sister seems to be doing really well. Super well, yeah. Good for her. Glad she's not possessed anymore. Not possessed, doing well, is taking care of a bunch of farm animals. Do you have any other possession stories? No, um, I lived in the Tryon house, which is Charlotte's oldest residential building, like, still operating, and there was even, there was a fire in, like, the early 1900s that killed, like, 8 to 12 people in that building. And I lived in the basement of this building. And um, I don't, like, have any, like, ghost stories. Like, like I slept with the, my TV on for, like, two years straight. I just felt weird. Like, people died in that building. There was, like, overdoses and just deaths. Yeah. And, like, I swear, like, people, like, just, like, went mad. It's like the Cecil Hotel, but, like, Charlotte's version of it. Yeah, it's close to, like, a men's homeless shelter, so there's, like, always homeless people, like, like walking up on, like, the stoop and everything, and, and it's just, like, like, it's just, it, it had just, like, it was some of the best years of my life, <laughs> honestly, living in that fucking place. Like, I got to know so many homeless people. I was always talking to them, because I always hang out on the stoop, but, like, everybody there was just, like, fucking partying, like, doing coke, and, like, getting it from, like, the same person. You know, thank God, like fentanyl didn't exist back then, or we would have like all died. Yeah, because we were doing lots of blow. That that building just had like this such a long history, and it was so old. Like I didn't do laundry there because I just hated being in that room. There's something about like the boiler room, mm-hmm. which is like the laundry goes in. I think they like used to like cremate people in there or some shit. I can't remember. I would have to look it up. Wait, that's a real thing though. I can't say I can't say for certain, but it was something like that, like on top of like the fire that happened that was like there was like a fucking incinerator or something like that, like in the laundry room. It was just gnarly, dude. One time 
ironically, this is hilarious. Like I was like super into paranormal shit at the time. And I was like watching like all kinds of paranormal activity and the conjuring movies. This is when the conjuring was coming out. There's so much hype behind the conjuring when it came out. Did we watch the new one together? We might have. I can't remember. Really I think remember. that was when yeah, because that's how I got your HBO. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, we did. But yeah, there was so much hype behind the new conjuring because they like they propped up like a priest to like bless people before they went to like go see the movie like when it released. Did they really? Yeah. And I was like, yo, dude, you hear about this fucking movie? They had a priest blessing people. Say this shit must be scary as shit. Let's check it out. I love scary stuff. I worked at Scarelands. I worked at a haunted house. I got scared of the night on the last night. It was fucking dope. I was a zombie. I made people shit their pants. So I just love horror stuff. I didn't know that. I didn't know that you worked at Scarelands. Yeah, in 2009, I was a zombie at Scarelands. Ah, uh, after the recession. Yeah, I worked in a <laughs> I worked in a uh, haunted house called Final Summons. Where? At Carowinds. Oh, I was thinking, like, there's a lot of haunted trails around here, so I thought oh, that's what I was thinking. Yeah, no, it was fucking badass. That was probably one of the best jobs I ever had. I got paid $8 an hour, and I thought I was making fucking bank. I was like, hell yeah. Because <laughs> I was working at Moe's Southwest Grill at the time, and I had the request off weekends. My boss at Moe's was like, hell no, nah, because I was like, the dude at Moe's. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And I was like, dude, I'm working at Scarewinds this year. Like, I'm going to do this. I've always wanted to. Because my best friend Matt worked there as well. And Matt was, like, really cool. And I wanted to, like, you know, it was just cool working there with him. He would pick me up and, like, he had, like, a Thunderbird, I think it was. It was, like, just a fucking, like, red muscle car. It was sick as shit. We would, like, listen to Black Dahlia, like, murder, like, on the way there. Just, like, you know, like, grindcore metal and shit. Like, it was awesome. Yeah, Moe's was pissed. But, yeah, I was working there on the weekends. Getting paid, like. Probably like a quarter more than I was at Moe's. I think I was making seven twenty five there. I was like, I'm getting paid eight dollars an hour to scare ones to scare people, man. Like suck my dick. And we would like always go to parties like afterwards, like with like our makeup like still kind of on, like because you couldn't wash it all off. It was like it was intense, you know. And like yeah, we'd show up to the party like looking like zombies, like looking like, like we got stains all... your face. Yeah, like we got all fucked up, you know. I think I made out with some chicks as a zombie. Oh yeah, if I was at that party in two thousand nine. If I was old enough. <laughs> yeah, right? No, if you were at that party in 2009, we'd have to call the police and say, there's a... There's an 11-year-old girl here. There's gotta... a minor at this fucking grungy metal party. We're gonna get her out of they here. Don't... I missed that era. No, it's all good. You didn't miss much. It was always just bullshit. I don't know, man. I just don't fuck with a whole lot of people. Yeah. I, li- I like my cat, and I like ladies. Monty. Yeah. <laughs> oh, for all of my listeners, I gave John a cat. Yes, she is my baby mama to my baby cat. I sure am. Yeah, so I I found him. Well, a friend of mine found him after like a big storm in the summer, and he was really small. He was a little baby, and they were like, we can't keep this kitten. Does somebody want it? And I was like, yeah, I do. And then I went and got him, and he was so cute, and he was covered in fleas, and I gave him like 10 million flea baths. And then he was terrorizing my cat, Ruby, and that's just not okay. And I was, like, having a mental breakdown because I was, like, why do I have two cats and a dog? And, like, this is just too much for me to take care of by myself. So I was, like, hey, John, you've been wanting a cat, right? And he was, like, yeah. And now he has a cat. Yep. (coughs) And he's now terrorizing my mom's cat, Lucy. (laughs) But Lucy's built for that. Lucy, like, was an outdoor cat that you guys, like, adopted, right? Yeah. She'll, like, flip around and, like, you know, like, scratch it back at him and, Mm -hmm. like, just scream bloody murder. She'll just be like, you know. That's good. (laughs) And, and, uh... What's his full name now? Prince Montel Bonaparte. 
or no, no, no. I added on to it. So I'm like a little bit of a Francophile. Like I, like I love history, military history in general. And I have like a thing about the French, you know? So I decided Monty's original name was Montgomery Montgomery, correct? Dr. Montgomery Montgomery. Yeah. Well, no disrespect. So I didn't want to like completely disrespect Zoe and like rename her cat from the ground up. He would have been confused, too, because he was already responding to Monty. Right. So I was like, I'm just going to keep it Monty, but just to give it a little bit of flair, I'm going to now name him and, like, declare him as a prince. Prince Montel de Gaulle Bonaparte. So, yeah. I think that fits him better. He's definitely a Montel, at the very least. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's a great cat. Um, He's got a great personality he's super playful he's curious he's very loving he fucking loves you and he loves me a lot he does not want anything to do with me well you haven't seen him in a little while so yeah it might be different now but the last time i saw him he was not having it he was like this bitch i can't blame him <clears throat> we'll see we're gonna have to move him back to he's gonna be like what the fuck is my life wait you just put your address out there i'll edit it out okay yeah whoops <laughs> all right I guess, thank you for being on. Thank you for being my first unplanned episode. My brain was like, unplanned pregnancy. That's not the case. (laughs) (laughs) My first unplanned episode. It was really fun. I hope the listeners enjoyed it. It's been a pleasure. It's been a lot of fun. Yeah, any last words? No, man. Thanks for listening to me. Yeah, it's been cool. I hope to come back on again. I hope this is not my last podcast. No, you have um, to come back on so we can talk about history and stuff. Yeah, certainly. Maybe maybe like something in the morning. I had to kind of like wiggle my way into this one, but... It's always awkward at the beginning, too, because you have to like get the feel for it. But I definitely already want you to come back on to talk about aliens, and I want you to come back on so we can talk about the drunk monkeys. And then I have a ton of historical events that I want to talk about. And so maybe like I can find one that you're interested in and you can come on for that, too. It would be my pleasure. Awesome. Okay. Well, you guys know where to follow us at Prof Skep Podcast. That's at P-R-O-F-S-K-E-P Podcast on Instagram and Twitter. You can email me at professionalskepticismpodcast at gmail.com. I think that's it. So we'll see you next week and stay sus, skeptics.